Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. I'm going to be talking about a highly overlooked but highly underrated part of Forex trading. The reason why it is highly, uh, I guess, underrated and not used by a lot of traders is because it is so hard on Forex pairs. Now, for the one hour and above people, it's going to be nigh intangible for you to even be able to do this. In fact, even on the lower time frames, it is going to be hard because we are talking about gap trading. Right? For those of you that don't know what gap trading is, what is it? Well, the most famous version of it, or the most well-known, I should say, rather than famous, is the weekly market close to weekly market open gap. So it closes on your Friday, your Saturday, wherever you are in the world, and it opens on your Sunday or your Monday, right? That's what happens. Now, during the weekend or that period of time when the market is closed, because remember, Forex is 24-5, the market doesn't stop moving. News might come out. There may have been a massive job uh, loss at a certain center. A big economic factory is burnt down. Um, Financial news has been released over the weekend. There's been some sort of G20 uh, summit going on where it's been going over the weekend, right? There are so many reasons why financial news continues. So occasionally what you'll see is when the market opens up, there is a difference in price. How do you know the difference in price? Well, first of all, you can look it up. I'm doing a video on YouTube right now, Road to Forex, where I will be covering how to do this. So if you do want to find these examples, you can go over there. It's literally Road to Forex. It's the exact same place as here. And what you're going to see is that when the market opens up, it basically jumps to another point on the screen. Let's say right now, EURUSD is at, let's just say, one whole dollar. It's at 1.00000. That's what happens when it closes on that Friday, that Sunday. That Friday, that Sunday? That Friday, that Saturday, right? And when it reopens on that Sunday, that Monday, you now see it's at 1.10000. But you haven't seen a candle in between. There is just this empty space. That, my friends, is a gap. Now, here's the really cool thing about gap trading. It's that a market abhors a gap. It abhors it. And I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. If It basically means it hates. A market hates a gap. It really does. We all know about imbalances. I've done episodes on it before. A market likes to fill an imbalance. Why? Because the market likes to have a balanced feel about it, a balanced look, a balanced everything. That's why when you see healthy price action, it's a mountain rage pushes all the way up, and then basically comes all the way back down to where? Where that initial push was. And then it goes all the way up, and it makes a little bit higher, and then comes all the way back down. That's healthy price action, right? Reason why is it wants to balance all those imbalances left behind. But you don't have a candlestick this time round. That's huge. You don't have a candlestick that's small that's leaving behind some sort of imbalance there. You have nothing. 
you have a gaping maw, a gaping hole that's just sitting there and the market finds it disgusting, right? I know, again, I've always said that the market is just information, but you go and you have a look at the last four, five, six, seven years of data and tell me it's not true because I would call you a liar, right? Now, does it mean that every single time it fills a gap? No, it does not. It does not. But, but, here's the thing. It does most of the time, <laughs> right? Probably build that up a bit too much. Even now, uh, you know, seven times out of 10, I reckon would be a very solid call to say seven times out of 10, it will go and it will fill that gap. Now, sometimes it doesn't, especially if you start to go to those lower time frames, minute, five minute, three minute, that sort of deal. They might leave them a bit more often, maybe six times. Maybe I wouldn't even go 50. I think it would still be higher than that, right? Maybe on the one hour, it's more like eight times out of 10, right? And the lower ones, it's more along the seven. But it gives you the basis of a really good trade. Now for the one hour traders, unfortunately, I'm gonna say it doesn't work that well because you'd need a tight stop loss and sometimes you're not gonna go that far. But the problem is, and here's the big problem on the foreign exchange markets, when this does happen, you've got huge spreads. You have massive spreads. So how do you combat this? You use futures brokers. Now I know what you're saying, Alex, this is a foreign exchange podcast, you keep on talking about futures. No, you're using a futures broker to trade on the foreign exchange. That's the only difference that I'm saying here. Um, instead of saying use a foreign exchange broker to trade on the foreign exchange, you can trade EURUSD, AUDUSD, NZDUSD, all the major pairs you can trade on futures trade, well, futures, uh, you know, prop firm accounts, for example futures brokers, that kind of deal. And as I've said before, it doesn't have a huge spread. So I'm here right now trading oil, for example. Guess what I use? Eight cap charts. I don't ever look at the futures charts to ever hop into oil. I don't. I'm a Forex trader. That's what I still am primarily, right? So I still want to use these charts. It's absolutely fine for me to go and use Forex charts. But just use a futures broker. For those of you that are starting out and thinking, hey, where's a good place to start? And I'm literally saying to you, oh, well, it, it, it abhors, it hates a gap. Is that not the start of a really good possible strategy? Now, I'm not saying it's easy because nothing is. Nothing within the foreign exchange world is. And again, I'm making it crystal clear that although we're using a futures broker for this, it's still trading the foreign exchange market. It's still gonna be AUD, USD. That's a foreign exchange currency. It's not a futures, it's foreign exchange, right? So we need to get that clear. I'm still using, uh, what is it? Foreign exchange charts. I just hop in on a futures one. That's the only thing that's different here. So again, if you are starting up, it's giving you a really good base. Now it's still hard and I think realistically you need to be a price action trader because if you're smart money during this, it's just not gonna work. Uh, smart money's not there. It doesn't enter during these times. It doesn't want to enter, it doesn't need to enter. It's not a time where it wants to do these things, right? So 
you're pretty much safe from big institutional moves happening at that point in time. And guess what? If that market does want to fill that gap and continue to go on that way, which I've seen it do more than a few times, you are in for a fantastic trade. Now again, you have to be wary of certain things and I'll talk about them now. Potential fake outs before it does want to go down. Maybe it continues up for quite some time before then turning around. And again, maybe it doesn't even do it at all. Heads it a few days later, a week later, or just leaves it. It's not going to happen every time, right? So you still need to find a strategy. You still need to find other things that you can use in conjunction to make sure that you understand how you're trading it. This morning when I traded it, I hopped in for two two trades, right? One took it all the way down and then one took it all the way back up, right? Reason why I can do that is because I've got price action behind me. I've got a lot of knowledge. I've got a lot of experience and I've been trading this for quite some time. You can't just go in and think, hey, I'm just going to start smashing it out. No, it's not going to work. But is it a great bow to have it or a great string to have in your bow, right? Absolutely it is. It's quite good. And I don't think that even telling most of you guys this is going to have a huge impact on the markets. Now you can be in there and you can try and trade them and good luck to you. But it is a great place to start, especially if a lot of you are feeling frustrated and you feel like you need a new start. Great place to begin. Again, it's a bit of a baptism by fire and when you're wrong, you're going to be wrong super quickly. And when you're right, it might just be the smallest trade of your life and then you get like a 0.10, you're not even on 1%. But then at the times where it is big and it does want to fill the gap a whole lot more, then you're going to be in for a great time. So this is a bit of a shorter one, more of, hey, this is what I'm thinking of, this is how you can do it. Have a look at it, check it out, go back, back test it. There's always a gap, there's always going to be a gap. You could just trade it on that Monday. That's the only thing you could do. If you do see the gap between, and this is going to be more for mental reese than anything to do it, I could show you gaps that appear on one minute charts, how to see them, where you're going to spot them, where you're going to hop on. Fantastic. As I said, I do it every day. If you do want to figure that out and you do really like this and you go, yeah, I'd love to gap trade. It's only for an hour a day, each and every day you know, where you're nearly guaranteed a trade, then work with me, roadtoforex.com. Anyway, guys, hope you have a brilliant day, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.